Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and today I am going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. The Eastern Conference Finals just wrapped up last night. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about Game 7 between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. I'm also going to talk about the Western Conference Finals between the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers, which wrapped up uh, last week. I'm going to talk about the NBA playoffs as a whole, kind of preview the NBA Finals a little bit. But before I get into all of that, I just want to say I am sorry uh, that I haven't uploaded a podcast episode in a while. Sorry I haven't been uploading much YouTube content. I've been extremely busy uh, lately. Uh, I just got done moving, um, and that sucks. Moving is terrible. Don't recommend it. I also just recently started uh, started writing for a few websites, um, a few fan-sided websites, one that's related to the NFL draft and one that's related to just general NBA coverage, and I've really enjoyed it. I've had a lot of fun doing that. I've gotten to write some really cool articles, do some really, really cool stuff with that. Um, and that's taken up a lot of my time, so I'm sorry. Uh, but I don't want to put all, put this podcast on the back burner. I still care about it a lot. I'm just trying to, trying to find the balance between, you know, school, life, this podcast, everything I do with The Wire, and then these two websites that I just recently started working for. We'll figure it out eventually. But let's stop wasting time and get into the NBA playoffs. Um, so let's go ahead and start uh, start off by talking about the Lakers and the Nuggets series. Um, I actually wrote an art- article about this series for the uh, for um, a website called Sir Charles and Charge. I talked about how the Nuggets were able to take down the Lakers in four games, um, and this was a very interesting series. Although it, although the Nuggets swept the Lakers, it was really competitive. Um, if like every game felt competitive, um, the biggest margin of victory for the Nuggets was in Game Three when they won by eleven points. Um, but even that game was close. Um, so like every game was competitive. Although the Lakers lost in four, they held their own. They played well. The Nuggets just played better. It's as simple as that. Um, so I'll go ahead and, and start by talking about. I'll talk about the Nuggets because they won the series. We have to talk about them. And I got to start by talking about Nikola Jokic. Man, as a huge Nikola Jokic fan, I was really excited about this. I was rooting for the Nuggets, unashamedly. I I was rooting for the Nuggets. I'm a big Jokic fan. Um, And he was awesome in the series. He averaged around 28 points. 15 rebounds, 12 assists per game on pretty good shooting. Um, He had a true shooting percentage of 59.8%. Really good. He was awesome. He was just unbelievable on offense. Just extremely productive on that end of the floor. And I thought he was decent on defense. Um, His defensive rebounding was awesome. I thought he held his own against Anthony Davis in the post. There were some, there were times where I thought the where I thought he wasn't putting for putting forward much effort as a rim protector, um, but still, I thought his defense was fine. Nothing special, but definitely not a negative. And I thought he performed uh, decently well on the end of the floor. But offensively, he was awesome. He shot the ball really well. Didn't take a ton of threes in the series, but was still pretty efficient on threes. Um, and was just super, super productive. And honestly. I thought he could have been better in this series. Um, Obviously, the numbers are off the charts good, and he was the best player in the series, at least in my opinion. 
But I still thought, you know, watching the game, he could have been better. He could have been more aggressive um, scoring the ball, um, which is crazy because he still had, he still averaged 28 points per game. Like, that is really good volume. And I still thought that he could have been more aggressive as a scorer. Um, but I thought he was awesome. And I thought, I thought he proved in this series. And really, I think that he's proved throughout the, this whole playoff run that he is the best player in the world. Um, I've been, you know, I've been praising him for years now, saying that, that Nikola Jokic has deserved the last three MVPs, and that includes this year's. Um, and, and I thought he's been the best player in the regular season for the last three seasons. However, I have had some questions about him um, and some questions about whether or not he's truly the best player in the world, mainly due to his defense. Now, I have never thought that his defense was terrible. I know some people have. Some people have pushed that narrative that he is a, a poor defender. I don't really agree with that, and I never have. But he does have some weaknesses on defense. I don't think he's great at defending in space. I think if you ask him to defend on the perimeter um, in isolation, I think he struggles with that because he's just not super mobile as a defender. Um, and that's okay. Like, I don't think... Uh, he has to be a high-level defender to be the best player in the world. But I did have questions about whether or not his weaknesses on defense would, would you know, impact the Nuggets' ability to win a championship. I, I've always wondered, you know, will this keep them from ever reaching the promised land and winning a title? Um, and I thought those were fair questions. Now, I didn't think it was fair to blame Jokic for losing to the Warriors in the first round last year. The Nuggets team that last year was just not very good at all. It wasn't very good. They didn't have Jamal Murray, who was out with injury. Um, they didn't have Michael Porter Jr. for the same reason. And they just, like, the talent around Jokic was poor. And the fact that they were even in the playoffs as a sixth seed was ex extremely impressive. And it's part of the reason why he won MVP. But I think now, like, what we've seen from him in this playoff run, offensively and defensively, when he's surrounded by, you know, legitimate NBA-caliber talent, I think what we've seen this playoff run has proved that Jokic is legitimately the best player in the world, and there might be a gap. Now, right now, at this moment, I'm not comfortable saying that he is, like, in his own tier as the best player in the world, and no one's even close. Um, I would have to do more research before I feel comfortable saying that, but I do believe that Jokic is the best player in the world, um, and I feel very comfortable saying that. After what we've seen the last three seasons, um, what we've seen from him in the playoffs, and now we've seen that, you know, surrounded by, by legitimate NBA-caliber talent, um, he can lead you to the championship, um, or at least the finals, like the round. Um, obviously, they haven't won the championship yet, but they made it there, and I think that's awesome. Um, so I think it's clear that Jokic can lead a team to a title, um, or at least to the championship. We'll see if they can finish the deal, but yeah, Jokic was awesome. He was great. And, you know, earlier I mentioned that I thought he could have been more aggressive as a scorer in this series, but there's a reason why he wasn't, and that's because of Jamal Murray, the Nuggets point guard who was spectacular in this series, averaging 33 points, six rebounds, and five assists, and three steals per game on 65.1% true shooting. He was awesome offensively, a great shooter in the series. He shot 40.5% um, from three on, I believe, 
around nine three-point attempts per game. Um, I had that stat in my article that I wrote about the series. He was awesome. His shot making was incredible. He shot extremely well from mid-range and uh, from behind the arc. He was just an awesome scorer, and the Lakers had a very a hard time stopping him. Um, and by that, I mean they couldn't. Like they just could not stop Jamal Murray. Um, his perimeter shooting was was just unguardable, especially in pick and rolls. Like when um, and like handoffs and actions like that, the Lakers really struggled to stop that in this series. And I don't think the Nuggets win this series um, so easily. Unless Jamal Murray plays as well as he did, especially in game, um, in game two, where Jamal Murray had 37 points and went off in the fourth quarter. He really struggled to start that game and had a phenomenal second half where he really saved the, the Nuggets. Um, and I think the Nuggets needed them to play well badly. And honestly, now that I say that, that game might have been game three. Um, I think, I think it was game three where he had that monster game where he had like, uh, I think over 20 points in the fourth quarter. Like it was freaking ridiculous. Uh, maybe it was game two, uh, whatever. It's not important, but yeah, Jamal Murray was awesome in the series. He was great. And I thought that the Nuggets role players stepped it up. Um, like Michael Porter Jr. And I'm not saying Michael Porter Jr. is a role player, but there are players outside of him that are definitely role players. Um, Blake Michael Porter Jr. was great. Had 15, averaged 15 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. He was more productive as a passer in this series than what we're used to. Um, and he shot really well from 3. Contavious Caldwell-Pope was great. He averaged 15 points, 3 rebounds, and around 2 assists per game. Um, had a great game 1 where he scored 21 points. Aaron Gordon was good defensively. Um, Bruce Brown was extremely productive coming off the bench. Um, averaging around, you know, 12 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists per game. He was great. So I thought the Nuggets just had a great all-around performance. You know, their stars were awesome. Their role players were great. Everyone stepped up. And I was really impressed with the Nuggets in this series. Um, and after watching them this whole playoff run, I think they're probably going to win the title. Um, and we'll get, get into that more later when I talk about the NBA Finals. Um, but yeah, I thought the Nuggets were awesome in this series. Shout out to them. They played well. Now let's talk about the Lakers. And the Lakers played well in this series. They did. LeBron was great. Um, he, at 38 years old, he averaged 28 points, uh, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists per game. He actually averaged just under 10 rebounds, 9.5 rebounds per game. I rounded that up. He also averaged around 2 steals per game with a true shooting percentage of 60.5%. That is awesome. Like that, that is a great production for um, for anyone, much less a guy who's almost forty years old. LeBron was great in the series, especially like in the final game. He was amazing in Game Four. Like he had forty points. He was awesome. The three point shooting was bad from him. Like he couldn't hit threes to save his life in the series. But other than that, he played pretty well. Um, he was good defensively. Um, super productive. Just an, an all-around really good series for LeBron. Um, now, Anthony Davis, although he produced, I thought there were moments where he could have been better. Like, I thought there were moments where I was like, okay, come on, Anthony Davis. you got to play better than this. But still, he had a pretty good series. Averaged around 27 points, 14 rebounds, uh, 2 assists, 1 steal, and 3 blocks per game. He was awesome on defense in this series. Really productive on that end of the floor. And he was rather efficient offensively. Had a uh, true shooting percentage of 
He was really good. Now, I think Jokic um, was a good bit better than him, um, which is crazy because Anthony Davis was great and is an awesome player, um, especially on defense. Uh, but there were times in this series where I thought Anthony Davis needed to be more aggressive on offense um, and really just needed to be more effective on that end of the floor. Like in Game 4, I felt that way about his performance. But still, a, a, a very good series for him. And then we saw some role players really step up for the Lakers, like Austin Reeves, who averaged 21 points, uh, 4 rebounds, and 5 assists per game on 73.8% uh, true shooting. And he averaged 39.6 minutes per game. And he started all four games. Like, that is a ridiculous performance for him. Ultra-efficient offensively, um, shot 56% from three. Obviously, there's some shooting luck there. Like, that's why his efficiency was off the charts. And he's not, like, an on-ball creator for the Lakers. Or not a not a high-usage on-ball creator for the Lakers. Um, but, yeah, like, amazing series from him. It'll be really interesting to see what kind of contract he gets in the offseason. Especially if he ends up leaving the Lakers. Then we have Rui Achimura, who had some phenomenal moments in this series. He averaged 15 points. Four rebounds and just under one assist per game. Um, had a true shooting percentage of 61.7%. He was good. Uh, played pretty well. Not a lot of guys outside of these four players that I've mentioned um, were great for the Lakers. Uh, D'Angelo Russell really struggled this series. So did Dennis Schroeder. Like their guard play um, was not great in this series. Um, and then like Lonnie Walker, the fourth, and Jared Vanderbilt uh, didn't play a ton. And also weren't super productive. Um, but yeah, it was a, a good series. Um, really competitive despite the fact that it was a sweep. Like the Nuggets were not dominant. They played really, really well. Um, and, and I think they got some help from like shooting luck, shooting variance. They shot like 40% from three as a team. Um, and the Lakers only shot 34% from three. Um, so that, that helped them a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, the Nuggets were great. Jokic and Murray were just unbelievable, especially on offense. And the Nuggets team as a whole was great. So shout out to the Nuggets. Um, shout out to them for proving the media wrong, making it to the NBA Finals. They were awesome. And this was a amazing accomplishment. I can't wait to see um, Jokic, Murray, and company in the NBA Finals. All right, now let's talk about the Eastern Conference Finals which just concluded last night. I'm recording this on Tuesday, May 30th, and Game 7 of the series was last night. And I'll go ahead and talk about Game 7. What a disappointing game. Um, so as as we all know, uh, the Miami Heat went up 3-0 after Game 3, and the Boston Celtics came all the way back to force Game 7. Um, and games, they had Game 7 in Boston. They had a crazy Game 6 where, you know, at the end of Game 6, Jimmy Butler gets fouled um, behind the arc, gets three free throws with about, in the last few seconds, I don't remember exactly how many seconds were, were remaining. I think it was like two or three seconds remaining in the game. He gets three free throws to take the lead. They were down two at that point, and he hits all of them. He hits all all three free throws to give the Heat the lead with just around two seconds remaining. Um, and then on the following possession, last play of the game, uh, Marcus Smart gets the pass on the inbound, shoots a three, 
misses it short, but Derek White grabs the rebound and, like, in one motion, hits the layup, releases it with .1 second remaining on the clock, makes it to win Game 6 and force Game 7. It was unbelievable. Like, it was, like, the craziest ending to a game I've ever seen. It was unreal. Um, and so they force Game 7 on their home floor. They've won three games in a row. And obviously the Heat are still likely going to win this series because it is hard to win four games in a row in the playoffs, especially against a team like the Miami Heat, who's really hot um, and, a, and a talented team. And so it was going to be hard to win Game 7, even on their home floor. But, like, I did not expect the, the Celtics to play as poorly as they did. They were awful. The Heat won Game 7, 103-84. to And this was a disaster for the Celtics. So, um, early on in the game, I think on, like, the first play of the game, Jason Tatum gets hurt. And he's hobbled. Like, he is limping a ton. Um, he was not healthy at all in this game, and it, and it it affected him. He had like 14 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, um, two turnovers, and and had a true shooting percentage of just 47.4 percent. Like, not a great game for him. Um, he really struggled, but it's because he was hurt, and he was clearly injured. Like, what if you were watching that game? It was obvious that he was nowhere close to being 100 percent healthy. Um, but then. And, and this was a moment where I thought Jalen Brown could step up and prove that he is that guy, that he is um, the kind of player or the caliber of player who can be the number one option on a on a winning team. Um, because Tatum was hurt, he was ineffective, and this and Jalen Brown has complained a lot this season. And I don't want to say complained, but he has made comments that made it seem like he was not super happy with his role, that he wanted to have a bigger role in the offense, and that he didn't want to be the number two anymore, which is fair. And I thought last night was a great opportunity for him to prove that he can be the number one option. And I'm just going to be blunt, he failed. Like, he wet the bed. He was terrible. He was terrible. Just going to be, <laughs> just going to be straight up here. He was not good last night. He had 19 points. Eight rebounds, five assists, one steal, two blocks. Um, shot one for nine from three point range, eight for twenty three, eight for twenty three from the field. Had a true shooting percentage of thirty nine point eight percent, and he had eight turnovers. Now he was very productive um, as like a defender, one steal, two blocks. But if you watched the game last night, there were a lot of bad plays from him on that end of the floor. Plays where he was getting blown by. So although he was productive in terms of steals and blocks, I didn't think he was that great defensively. Um, and I thought he, I thought he struggled on that end of the floor. He just wasn't very effective from three point range. Um, and the passing and the passing and the ball handling wasn't great from him. Um, just a really disappointing performance from Jalen Brown. And this has been a pretty rough playoff run from him. Um, and this was a rough series for him. And there's been questions about what the Celtics are going to do with him in the offseason. Are they going to give him like a max contract, which would be nearly $300 million? Um, are they going to let him go? Are they going to trade him? Who knows? Um, and I don't think, obviously, I like obviously Jalen Brown did not help his case last night because um, he struggled. But yeah, wow. What a, what a rough performance for Jalen Brown.
Um, Derek White played well last night. He had 18 points, uh, two rebounds, one assist. Um, had a shooting percentage of 59.7%. But other than him, like, there's just no one really played that well for the Celtics. Robert Williams, I guess, was fine off the bench. Um, but just a pretty terrible performance all around for the Celtics. Like, their effective field goal percentage was 44.5%, which is horrendous. Like, that's awful. Really rough performance from them. Um, but let's go ahead and move on and talk about the Heat. Because the Heat won this game. And they deserve all the praise in the world. And I just got to give a shout out to Caleb Martin. Let's start off by talking about Caleb Martin, who has been unbelievable in this series. Was He was crazy in this series. Let's let's go ahead and look at his, his stats for the series. So, um, for this entire series, Caleb Martin averaged 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists per game on 73.8% true shooting. Like, that is unreal. And he was great last night. He had uh, 20, 28, or sorry, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, shot uh, 4 of 6 from 3-point range, and 11 for 16 from the field. That's ridiculous. He was awesome. Um, and last night in Game 7, he had an, an, a true shooting percentage of 81.3%. He hit so many big shots last night. He was great. Uh, Jimmy Butler was was um, okay, not super efficient offensively, but he was, he was productive. Had twenty eight points, seven rebounds, six assists, and three steals. Also, only had one turnover, uh, but he shot three of seven from three, uh, which is good. Um, but had a true shooting percentage of forty eight point five percent. He shot just twelve of eighteen from the field, um, so he just sh- shot poorly from two point range. Um, but yeah, and then. There weren't a lot of other players from the Heat who were great, um, or at least who were super productive. Uh, Bam Adebayo had a had a solid game. wasn't efficient offensively, but he did have twelve points, ten rebounds, seven assists. Um, wasn't super productive defensively, but still was pretty good on the end of the floor, in my opinion. Uh, Gabe Vincent, um, again another player who was eh, okay, ten points, one rebound, four assists. Um, Duncan Robinson um, came off the bench, played 20 minutes. Um, his numbers don't pop off the screen, but he was really efficient. Had 10 points, one rebound, one assist, two steals, one block. Um, shot four or six from the field, including two of three from downtown. Um, solid game for him. But yeah, this was a, a really good game for the Heat. <clears throat> and I, I didn't think they were amazing in this game. I thought really the Celtics were just awful. Um, but we saw some, uh, like a great performance from Caleb Martin, um, and Jimmy Butler played fine, uh, nothing spectacular from him, but he was, you know, above average, Bam played, um, all right, um, this was easily a winnable game for the Celtics, uh, if they were on their A game, they, they definitely could have won this game at home, but they weren't on their A game, they were really bad offensively, they shot, let's look, they shot, let's see, um, the Heat shot 50% from three in this game, and that's been a big thing, for, a big thing for them in the playoffs. They've been, like, shooting lights out from three-point range. Um, their three-point shooting has been unreal in, in these playoffs, and that's a big reason why they're in the finals right now, and that continued last night. Um, and last night, the Celtics shot, like, 21.4% from three, which is obviously terrible, um, and well below average for a team, so, yeah. He got a big win last night to uh, 
to make it to the finals for, you know, the second time in the last three years, I guess that would be, because um, they made it in the bubble, um, which I believe was 2020. I'm trying to remember. I think, I think that would be the last three years. Maybe it's the last four, but yeah, shout out to the Heat. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, who was the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Also, that's one thing I didn't mention. Jokic was the uh, the Western Conference Finals MVP. Shout out to him for that. But yeah, Jimmy Butler was great in this series. So so was Caleb Martin. Um, and really, all like a few of the role players stepped up in a big way this series, like Gabe Vincent and Duncan Robinson. Both of those guys played really, really well. Um, Caleb Martin obviously was, was unreal in this series. Uh, so shout out to the Miami Heat. Big win for them. Did not expect this from them in the conference finals. I thought the Celtics would win pretty easily, um, and I still think they should have. Um, and now, now the Celtics have a lot of a lot of questions to answer heading into the offseason. Like, what are they gonna, what are they going to do with Jalen Brown? Do they pay him? Do they give him a max contract? Um, what are they going to do with Joe Mazzulla? I'm pretty sure they already extended him. Um, I may be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure they have. Um, but yeah, they're in a rough spot right now because there's not a lot they can do to their roster, but it feels impossible that they can bring back this roster the way it, the way it is now. Like, I think they, they have to make some changes. Um, and I, I don't think they have enough star power to, to win the championship. I think they need, um, I think they need a, a better second star. Uh, I think they need someone better than Jalen Brown. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a big Jalen Brown guy. Um, I think they need someone better than him, and possibly they may possibly need someone better than Jason Tatum. Now, I'm a huge Tatum fan, and I think he showed flashes of like superstardom in this series. Like when he is attacking the basket relentlessly, and you know, not just running isolation sets and taking um, forced difficult shots. He's awesome. He's awesome on the move when he gets in the paint. He's a great finisher, um, and he's a really good passer. But um, he's got to be more consistent, and I think that he's just really young right now, um, and needs some growing. He needs to grow a little bit before he can, you know, become the best player, the clear best player on a championship winning team. But yeah, it'll be really interesting to see where the Celtics go from here. Let me get a drink real quick, and then we'll hop into the NBA Finals. All right. So now we know that the Miami Heat are going to be taking on the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. And I and Game 1 is on Thursday. I'm really excited for that. And this is a, a really interesting series. I think the Celtics would have been a, a harder matchup for the Celtics because they, they're deeper than the Heat. Um, they're really good defensively. Um, like scary good defensively. Like when they are, when they, when everything is clicking for them defensively, they are really difficult to go against. Just ask Trey Young, who um, really struggled versus Boston early on in the first round. Um, but the Heat, you know, they have Bam Adebayo, um, who is a better defensive big than anyone the Celtics have, in my opinion. Um, I think he's just. He's better because he can, you know, protect the rim and he can guard on the perimeter, defending space. Um, and the the Heat are, um, but what makes this series so interesting is that the Heat are on fire right now, shooting from three. Like their three point shooting has been off the charts. Their role players have stepped up in a big way. They can space the floor. They have a superstar, or um, maybe 
I, I said superstar. Maybe maybe it's more <laughs> more appropriate to say a star in Jimmy Butler. Um, I have a very strict definition of superstar. I don't know if Jimmy Butler quite quite fits that, but sure, we'll say superstar in Jimmy Butler. Um, and I think they are. Uh, although they're not as good of, or, or they're not as difficult of a matchup defensively for the Nuggets, in my opinion, um, I do think that they, think that they have the pieces in place. Um, to make it difficult for the Nuggets in some ways. Um, like, I think that they have, like, with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, um, with, with those guys, they can potentially handle Jamal Murray um, in picking roles because Jimmy Butler's a good defender and Bam Adebayo can guard in space. So I don't think that Jamal Murray is going to be, is going to be able to, you know, uh, tear apart Bam Adebayo in the same way that he could have potentially uh, done to like Al Horford or Robert Williams. Um, so that's one positive for the Heat. Um, I do think for the Heat, you know, win this series, they're going to have to continue shooting really well from three because if they don't, I think the series is going to be over quickly because the Nuggets have it all. They've got a good defense. Um, they have depth. Um, they don't have great depth. But, like, if their role players are going to continue playing the way they did against the Lakers, like, they have good depth. Um, no one can stop Jokic. Jokic is going to get his. Um, and Jamal Murray has been an unbelievable shot maker in this in this postseason run. Um, and I think having a guy like him playing the way he is right now, plus Jokic, plus shooters, um, <laughs> like KCP and Michael Porter Jr., um, um, like those guys, like having all that, it's just really difficult to face in the playoffs. Like the Nuggets right now with the way they're playing, they are like the perfect playoff team. Um, like the only thing that would make them better is if like Jokic was an elite rim protector and he's just not that, but like this Nuggets team, um, is playing extremely well and they, it's going to be impossible to stop them. I think. I think they are just destined to win the title this year. Um, Jokic is playing at a at an all time at, at like all time levels. He's been an all time great player this postseason, um, and Jamal Murray has been a star offensively. His perimeter shooting has just been unbelievably good, and their role players have stepped up in a big way. I've been really impressed with the Nuggets. I I had questions about whether or not their team was good enough to win the title outside of Jokic. I had questions about Jamal Murray. Um, I had questions about, you know, their role players, and and they've all, you know, stepped up to the challenge, and they've been great. Um, So I I think the Nuggets are going to win the series, I'll say, in five games. Um, it, It can go to six, I think. If the Heat get really hot for a few games, um, but I, I don't think it's smart to bet on shooting variants, um, and I think the Nuggets are just playing extremely well right now. I think they have better depth than the Heat. Um, I do think I I do have to point out that the Heat may be getting Tyler Hero back for the finals. He's been out with an injury, um, so he's missed I think the entirety of the Heat's playoff run. Uh, maybe he played early in the playoffs. I can't really remember right now off the top of my head, uh, but they could get him back. Um, but if he doesn't play, like their depth is really thin, and that could hurt them against the Nuggets. And although Bam is great defensively, 
I just don't think he's going to be able to stop Jokic. If Anthony Davis can't stop Jokic, I don't think Bam can. Um, and that's no disrespect to Bam. Like, Jokic is literally one of the best players we've ever seen. He's just an awesome player. So, that's no disrespect towards Bam Adebayo. Jokic is just that guy. Um... So yeah, I think I think the Nuggets have perimeter shooting. They have a great shot maker in, in Jamal Murray. They have an all-time great uh, scorer and playmaker, and really just in general offensive player in Jokic. They have depth. They have a, a great defense. Like the Nuggets are just perfectly constructed to win the title this year in a way I don't think the Heat are. And I've loved this the Heat's like Cinderella run. They've been a great story, but. Like, I just don't think it's smart to predict them to win this series. I just don't think they're going to win, and I don't think they're constructed in a way um, that will give them a, a good chance to beat the Nuggets. So, yeah, I think the Nuggets are going to win the, are going to win the championship. I think they're going to win the NBA Finals in five games. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what the, what the Heat can do. We'll see if they can if they can continue uh, their their crazy run they're on right now. But yeah, I think the Nuggets are going to win um, pretty handily. But yeah, um, that's pretty much all I have for today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed the NBA Finals, which will be happening later on this week. I'm excited about it. Um, these playoffs have been fun to watch. Like I said in, at the beginning of this podcast episode, I'm sorry I haven't uh, been, been producing much content for The Wire. Um, I'm going to try to get back to it and be more consistent with it this summer. Um but yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Uh, can't wait for the finals, uh, and I hope y'all have uh, a good rest of the week. If you want to see more content from me, you can check out um, The Wire. You can also check out um, the, the fan-sided websites I'm writing for. That's SirCharlesInCharge.com and WithTheFirstPick.com. Um, and if you want to hit me up on social media, you can do that on Twitter or Instagram. My handles for both uh, social media sites or applications are the Ryan McCrary. That's the R-Y-A-N-M-C-C-R-A-R-Y. You can hit me up there. Uh, but yeah, hope you all enjoyed this episode, and I will see you all next time. Peace.